Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, ho, welcome to the show. And it's a good night to tune in, Dom, because I have invented a brand new piece of radio equipment. Oh, really? Have you not noticed it in tonight? No, I haven't. I've, I've not seen your new... What is it, like a new microphone that you can yes, talk into? it's a new microphone. Really? And I'm going to hook it up to you later on tonight. Okay, well, I don't... I mean, what's wrong with this microphone I'm using at the moment? No, you can still use that one, but yeah. we've had a problem recently where your stomach noises keep making it to <laughs> oh, no. air. And it sounds like that your stomach's <laughs> yeah. mic'd up, but You're, it hasn't been. It, I, it hasn't been mic'd up. That's just been your stomach's been making so much noise that it's come through the microphone you're meant to speak into. Yes, I have digestive and bowel issues. That's not new territory for this show. No, but what I've invented, what I've invested in yeah. is a stomach microphone. <laughs> so later on tonight, okay. before yeah. midnight, we are going to hear what's going on in so your stomach. This is like in the cricket, they have stump cam, which yes. is close up of just the stumps. Yes. If you want to see that, yes. we'll have stomach mic. Stomach mic. Yeah. Am I going to have to put something in my stomach? Is there a swallowing aspect to this? Well, or let's not reveal surgery? too much right now, but all I can say is before midnight, we yeah. will get a resolution. The doctors weren't able to figure it out. <laughs> okay. They don't know what's wrong with your stomach, sure. but I believe stomach mic will get to the bottom <laughs> of the issue. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I had the most expensive nap of my entire life yesterday. I started running a bath and fell asleep. Napped for about 40 minutes. Woke up. Yeah. Don't play the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, which is played in the show when the character is an idiot. <laughs> I don't like you playing that music when I tell my stories. So, yeah, you fell yeah. asleep while the, running the bath and you flooded the house. The bath overflowed and the bath, I do still live at home, the bath in my parents' bath, uh, bedroom. And it flooded their bedroom, basically. Um, tried to mop it up, but it was, if, the damage was pretty bad, mm. to be honest. Uh, anyway, look, the insurance uh, agency sent some people out today to have a look at it. I've got to pay the, the excess. Only $1,000. Could have been much worse if we didn't have insurance. But as I was chatting to the guy who came out with That's the commercial... That's a pretty expensive nav. $1,000. Oh, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not happy about obviously having to pay $1,000. Yes. But the damage, I think, would have been more like ten to 15000 without insurance. Yeah. So the result could be worse. Is what I'm saying. But as they sent someone out today with like the commercial heaters and dryers and stuff that they use for all this, I got chatting to him and I was like, oh yeah, I was a bit embarrassed by all this. He said to me, don't be embarrassed. This is the most common thing we get called out for. Yes, because that's and their job. Well, what no, no, no. What do you mean? It's like, it's, no. like you, it's like taking yeah. your car to the panel beater and being like, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed. I backed into something. And they're like, yeah, we see it all the time. <laughs> yeah, because you're a panel beater. No, no. He could be called out for, you know, someone's fridge leaked at the back and that, that ruined the floor. He could right. be called out for flood damage from a storm. But the number one thing they're called out for flood damage wise is people running a bath and falling asleep and the bath well, overflowing. This is why we need to do what I spoke about yesterday. That someone needs to invent yeah. a timer yeah. for the bath. So you just type in mm. 10 minutes. I mean, we have it for sprinklers. That's it can't be that hard. Yeah. Put 10 minutes on it, turn it on, and then you can forget about it, and it's yep. not going to flood the house. Or just have like a, a certain line in the bath, a sensor line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when the water hits that point, I mean, that's a good idea off. as well. I think technically maybe harder. Oh, okay. Well, well, you just want your idea to win. That's not nice. Okay. How would you yeah. explain? How would you do yours? <laughs> Because I explained this invention that already exists and just taking it inside. Uh, well, sensor pads exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, what the guy, what this, this guy was set out to dry the place did tell me is he had the, the, there's like six or seven dryers 
massive like machines that drive the place set up in the house at the moment. It's quite loud. But as I was chatting to him, he said the worst one I ever heard was a guy on a Friday afternoon, um, went to run a bath for himself, <laughs> fell asleep, woke, this, uh, woke up, realized, oh crap, I got to fly somewhere tonight. Oh no. Went to the airport <laughs> to catch his flight for the weekend, came back on the Monday <laughs> and the top story of his house had started collapsing into oh. the bottom half of the house. It had flooded the entire thing. The entire house was basically ruined. Yeah. Um, the fans wouldn't do anything for that. <laughs> There's not what you can do at that stage. He said, and he also told me the guy wasn't insured. So basically, what? I know, basically lost like, a, or had, a, I think it was hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage. So when I heard that story, Zach, that's why I don't feel that bad about $1,000. Yeah, happy to shell it out. Because when you hear that, I'm like, take the $1,000 from me. I mean, mm. it's one thing to fall asleep for 40 minutes and let the a bit of the bedroom flood. It's an entirely different thing to arrive home in the taxi and look out the front window. Yeah, and no, just didn't used to have a skylight. <laughs> That's quite strange. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Trashy TV poetry. Dom, this is a restoration project. This is where we get the storylines, the Mm. themes, the characters from a current affair, and we try to turn them into high-class art, into some poetry. I did go to Mona. I was telling you recently, Zach and Hobart. I haven't shut up about it. Oh, no, it was a good trip in Mona. And I noticed that they had some displays there which were like reclaimed rubbish turned into art. That's actually pretty similar to what this is. Yeah, that's why that's why I brought it up. I thought it'd be a good link. Uh, tonight we actually even have some about garbage men. Do we? So there's oh, brilliant. Garbage well, connection. I think what? our first one actually is about garbage men. Okay, there's not enough poetry mm. on FM radio, so I'm excited. And there's not enough poetry about garbage men. And that's why I'm excited to share this tonight. <laughs> yep. This is um, Garbage Men vs. The Street. Roses are red. It can be hard to shut your gob. They're not happy. But either are the Garbos trying to do their job. <laughs> so, so what are they? What were the Garbos unhappy about? People parking it? in the street. Right. They don't so have access to the bins. They can't get to the bins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Sometimes you tell me the story, and I'm just like current affair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like they have their own niche of news, isn't it? Our next poem tonight, Dom, is about a very dangerous lunch. Roses are red. Only fools rush in. No one knew their fish and chips would come with a side of poison. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty dangerous, actually. (laughs) What's that story? Instead of vinegar uh, on the chips, which I think is a good idea, uh, they had a different decision. They Mm -hmm. chose to put poison. (laughs) Rat poison or just what? A a cleaning product. Oh, my God. Okay, I mean, scary, I suppose people, people do use vinegar to clean, though, don't they? Oh, is that so, where the confusion came? Well, maybe they kept the vinegar in the cleaning cupboard because it was half-time mm. being a cleaning product and half-time a food thing. That sounds like a storyline from Mr. Beat. <laughs> well, that does, doesn't it? Don't you think? It does, yeah. The labels would have gone missing. There'd just be two clear bottles. Our last poem tonight, Dump. Yeah. Some poems are about love being in the air. This poem yeah. is about something else being in the air. <laughs> Roses are red. Some odours you just can't pick. These locals say the smell in their quiet streets is making them sick. <laughs> what was the smell? Compost. <laughs> what, the one neighbour was composting? Or no, was they there... had a big composting station. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, a current mm-hmm. affair, it's just it's just kicking goals after goals, isn't it? Ah, uh, thank just you. Just outstanding Thank you, service. Tracy and the team. And Zach, can I say, um, a stunning display this week that has really moved me artistically. Uh, thank you, thank you. Right across. 
across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, uh, this week is 50 years since the moon landing, um, that famous moment from 1969. Um, uh, just in the song there, I was saying, oh, should we should we play the audio of the moon landing? And then I, I initially dismissed it by saying, oh, now everyone knows what that sounds like. You I did, forget, though. Yeah. <laughs> You did point out that if we didn't play things that people knew the sound of, there'd be very few songs on this radio yeah, station. Yeah, Ed Sheeran would no longer get a spin. <laughs> so because of that, here's what the moon landing sounds like. Well, it's nice to be reminded. It's good to hear it again, isn't it? One of the hits, <laughs> the moon landing. But look, I've seen a lot on social media. You know, I, th- I think Saturday is the day um, officially that they did hit. Uh, the moon, but it is 50 years since they were up, that since they'd launched. And I've seen a lot on social media saying things like, you know, humanity today isn't doing as well as humanity of 1969 was doing. You well, know what I mean? We, we're not going to the moon, I guess. Well, 1969, they were really batting above their average, sending yeah. pe- sending humans to the moon. And what are we doing in 2019? That's what, that's the commentary that's come along with this anniversary. Twitter. What do you mean? Tweeting. We're tweeting. Yeah. Too much time on Twitter. Too much time uh, on Twitter. If we got rid of Twitter, I reckon we'd go back to the moon. Do we, do we want to go back though? I mean, that's like, that's like an artist re-releasing their hit song 50 years later. We want a new hit. Yeah. Well, I want to go to the moon. <laughs> okay. I think you misunderstood. I'm not saying what's Zach doing. I'm saying what's oh, okay. humanity doing. Sorry. Humanity yeah. as a whole, not yeah. individuals. Well, 50 years ago, maybe they would have imagined we'd have a theme park on the moon by now. Yeah, true. We've barely been back there. Mm. But I, I want to prove this wrong. I want to prove this theory that humans of 2019 are failing. I want to prove that wrong. By opening up on 131060, a bit of a tip-off line for what humans are accomplishing in this day and age. Just so we can get a comparison between 2019 and 1969. 1969, man lands on the moon. Mm. 2019, what are we accomplishing? So do you want people to call up and be like, Mm. I just got really good marks? I'd take that. I'd take that. Right. (laughs) You wouldn't take that? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is that way we can have a direct comparison. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Between 1969 and 2019. What would you enter? What would I enter? Well, what about this one? Uh, earlier tonight, Zach, I found a way to get all of the apps on my phone, uh, organized into just two pages. I think they were on five pages and I've decluttered my iPhone Was screen. Was that live broadcast around the world? Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Um, or at least not yet. Maybe it'll be on delay. But that's the sort of thing, you know, that sort of celebration of humans' big achievements, you know, the big milestone moments in 2019. Uh, Corinne is in Wagga. Corinne, what are you achieving in 2019? Well, I just achieved just to run to the toilet. Oh, yeah, wow. How, how big a run are we talking, Corinne? Like... Um, I'm a celiac and obviously I've eaten something that I shouldn't have eaten. Yep. Um, and let's just say it was pretty intense. (laughs) Well, congratulations on making it. Congratulations on making it. That's the exact sort of thing we're talking about. And as a fellow... Inspirational? Yeah. As a fellow celiac, Corinne, I do feel your pain. Mm. Um, I do, I do believe it's a fair point. Can I ask Corinne, were you in the middle of something important when you had to do your run? Um, yeah, I was watching a movie. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Like at uh, the cinemas. At uh, a lot like the uh, the moon landing or the rocket launch. Did yeah. you do a countdown? <laughs> well, nearly, yeah. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> probably didn't need the sound effect. Probably didn't need the sound effect. Um, Abby is in Melbourne. Uh, Abby, humans landed on the moon 50 years ago. What have you achieved yep. in 2019 to compare to it? So... There's this fast food app that you can, there's a competition where you shake and you can get like free prizes and stuff. Mm. So today I realized that if you actually screenshot 
the like the prize, the barcode of the prize. You can use it as many times as you want. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I, I, I know that you're being very careful there by not saying the company because you know if you say the company and this cigarette gets out, <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to use your free things anymore. I need my free drink. Didn't, like, didn't no, I? Well, I don't say the name. I won't say the name. But didn't that producer Michael? No, hack you it? said the name. Oh, I told you not to say the name. I thought producer you did. Michael oh. did not hack one of those apps once. He did not go into the back end and rewrite the code so he got a free item every time it spun. That is not what happened, and we didn't say that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, we've had a bit of a problem lately. Your stomach keeps interrupting the show. Yeah, look, I've, I have a bunch of like digestive and bowel problems. I've got celiac disease, and I often get reflux at this time of night, Zach. And so, yeah, you hear bits and pieces mid-talking. You'll just hear something like that. Because from the show the last is, night, this was coming through yeah. a microphone that Dom's speaking into. Mm. His stomach yeah. is able to well, be heard. You have, you have put a bit more volume on that than was originally there. But, yeah, you can. It is audible. It is definitely audible. In my defense, when you are talking to these microphones we have here in the studio – it's quite close to your throat, and that's like that's where, like even that you, you can, can hear, hear that from it, my right. throat. You know what I mean? That's where the noises come from. Well, I was thinking if we can hear it like this <laughs> mm. through the microphone you speak through, what yeah. happens if we hook up a microphone to your stomach? Stomach mic. That's what I've got in front of you right now. We've yeah. got stomach mic, and I thought this would be such a great opportunity for you to be able to talk to your stomach okay. and just see what's going on down there. Let's what see. A- uh, let's try to tune in and see if your stomach can be heard. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Dog. Uh, do I'm I... in so much pain. <laughs> Am I meant to talk back to my stomach? Is that how this... Hello, stomach. How... It's nice to talk to you. What What's causing oh, you pain? Secondly, cheese. Cheese. Yeah, I have a lot of cheese. You're not, you're not coping with the amount too of cheese? Too much cheese. Well, that's... Way too much cheese. I look around down here. There's biggest trees. There's Colby cheddar. <laughs> I haven't had a bigger trigger in years. Yeah, well, they take a long time to digest. <laughs> um, I don't know why it sounds so empty now. It's the heaps of stuff. It sounds a lot like like you're down the bottom of a pit there. Mm, uh, Dom, yeah. uh, sorry to interrupt, but mm. are you getting along with your stomach okay? <laughs> I think my stomach and I are trying uh, to get okay. Is this what? a good time? Should you guys try to get to the bottom of the issues that you're having? What do you think? I, okay, I'll ask it. I'll ask my stomach. Uh, hey, stomach. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, I got you. Uh, I've been having digestive problems for years. Yeah, I know the doctors keep trying to figure it out. But... Yeah, you probably would have noticed the cameras come down there a few yeah. times, down yeah. the throat. Not the biggest trigger out. I'll try to... Wedge the biggest stringer yeah. down into your intestines once. Why'd you do that? Just try to get it out. Yeah. Show me too much attitude, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, can I ask, what, what, you're, you're in there. You are my stomach. You're there every day, in and out in the coal face. Mm. What are you seeing? What's the problem? Cheese. <laughs> There's too much cheese. cheese. Every night, I think we're going to bed. <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah. It's <laughs> up smelling great as cheese. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, if you really are my stomach, how much cheese have I had today? One family pack. <laughs> well, I did... That's why I'm grumbling. I'm yeah. trying to... It's a call for help. <laughs> I'm trying to tell the people at Coles, if this isn't for a family, people are guaranteed it. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, well, like, I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. The problem is, stomach, I really like cheese. Mm, so I can't... Yeah, I can't promise I'm going to stop eating the cheese. Is there anything else I can do for you while you're here, though? Um, no. What? Also, mm. I would like you to stop the Kinder Surprises. <laughs> yeah, I'm not stopping the Kinder Surprises. Okay, well... Yeah. <laughs> you want to keep shitting like a <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we are in July, and I think we have found the most heartwarming story of 2019. Uh... This comes from the US where a guy was having a few beers with his friends. He was a little bit drunk and he came across an injured bird on the ground. Didn't quite know what to do. Called the wildlife sanctuary. Um, said, I've got an injured bird here. I, I have had a bit to drink. I can't drive the bird to the wildlife sanctuary. And they said, but it needs to get here as soon as possible. It sounds like it's in a bad condition. This is when he hatches the plan with his friends to call an Uber for the bird. They call an Uber. The Uber driver rocks up. They open the door and say, can you take this bird to the sanctuary? Uber driver says, sure. They put it on a blanket on the back and off it goes. Bird's five alive. Bird, yeah, five stars. Bird is alive. Bird was saved. Bird survived. And uh, yeah, the Uber driver drove it all the way there. Now, this is the most beautiful story. I honestly, I, I almost teared up reading this, especially with the pictures of the little baby bird. That's, that's not a huge surprise because you cried in the Mars Rover story. Yeah. Well, that was when they turned it off. Yeah. Oh, that's, don't bring that up again. I've... <laughs> I barely recovered from that one. Mm. That was that was a heartbreaking story. But this is such a beautiful story about the best in humanity. Do you know what I mean? Because he could have easily said, I've had a bit too much to drink. This bird's just had an unlucky day. But instead, probably cost like 40 bucks to get this Uber there, mm. sends the bird to the hospital. Are you not at all moved by this? Not really. Why not? Um, well, I, I, I like... <laughs> My experiences with injured animals yeah. is that I'm pretty sure every time I've handed them in, mm. they haven't survived. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the vet was just telling me that they would. Okay. Well, that's dark. What? So you've handed in like a, an injured little bird or something. Yeah. And you've basically heard in the background, time of death. And then the vets come out and yeah. said, oh, yeah, 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 no, they survived. Yeah, yeah, good on you. <laughs> yeah. okay. And so I sure. think my personal experience maybe is, is uh, bleeding over into the story a little bit. Yeah, right. Well, look, I think it is heartwarming. And I, the, the funniest part of the story for mine is imagining it from the Uber driver's perspective. Because yeah. he would have just, or she would have just rocked up in the car with no context, just thinking you're picking up the person who's ordered the Uber. And suddenly they're driving an injured bird to the wildlife hospital. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It would be an unusual day for the Uber driver. Certainly noteworthy. Well, you don't table. expect to pick up an injured bird, especially no. on its own, no. without uh, the accompaniment of a uh, human. Well, that's actually a good point. One of these drunk people could have gone with the bird to the wildlife sanctuary. That's yeah. just occurred to me. That's <laughs> what I thought would own. happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Just send it, uh, send it on its own. But I want to know, figure it out. If, in the vein of this, on 131060, who didn't you expect to be in your car? Mm. So for Uber drivers, taxi drivers, or just generally... I mean, you remember that? What was the story of um of somebody picking up Chris Hemsworth in their car recently? Was that a story? Driving down to Byron? Yeah, From sure. Brisbane? <laughs> you didn't hear this story? He was hitchhiking, was he? Uh, apparently, um, the producer's got to tell me it's the other way around, that he was going down to Byron and he picked up a hitchhiker. Okay. We'll accept that. <laughs> we'll accept that as well. If Chris Hemsworth but, wants to call up and say, I had a hitchhiker in the car and that was the surprise passenger. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I did actually, I was in an Uber once and the Uber driver said, you won't believe who my last passenger was. Yeah. And I said, who was it? And, uh, and she said it was Nitro from The Shack. Oh, I love Nitro. Do you remember The Shack, the kids TV show yeah. in the early 2000s? He dropped in on me on the surf once. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like, it well, was my saying, wave, yeah. and he took it off me. <laughs> Suddenly, you look to your left, I and said, it's not... I that's nitro! 
Nitro from the shack. I was quite happy about it. I go, yeah, mate, you can have them whenever you want. Get nitro from the shack. Thanks for the entertainment. Free waves here. <laughs> he was a real good surfer as well. Was he? Doesn't yeah. surprise me. He had that vibe about he him. Did. 13, 10, 60. Who didn't you expect to be in your car? We have Sky on the sunny coast. Who was it, Sky? Uh, not me, but my dad. Mm. He, he drove taxis, and the biggest name he has thrown at me if either of you follow AFL, yeah. is Robert, is Robert Dipier Domenico. Oh, the Dipper. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do know him because I know Dipper because I played Auskick when I was a kid, Zach, in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And Dipper for a while did all the Auskick ads. So I had all these like DVDs and pictures with Dipper's face on it. Did not know he was a football player until many years later in my football supporting years. Hang on, but wasn't he advertising Auskick? Yeah, but I just you weren't able is, to put two and two together. I just thought maybe this is the Auskick guy. Yeah, he's a you know swimmer. What I, mean? <laughs> I didn't know. Thought maybe he's the Auskick guy. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's the guy who runs Auskick. I had a similar experience when I was a kid. Mm. I went to watch the soccer and they sung the national anthem, yeah. and I thought it was a soccer song. <laughs> so then I went to school and they sung the national anthem. And I'm like, why are they singing the soccer song? <laughs> uh, we got Chris in Brisbane. Uh, Chris, who didn't you expect to, be, to have in your car? I had a dog travel with me in my tow truck. Okay. What happened, Chris? A gentleman had an accident. Um, He had a possible broken finger. So he went up to the hospital, gave me his dog, said his dad's phone number, give him a call, go drop him off to my dad. Mm -hmm. Dad didn't answer the phone. (laughs) So So you stuck with the dog? Yeah. Went to the guy's house. No one was home. Didn't want to leave him there. Didn't know if he'd jump the fence or anything. So he just cruised around with him for about four hours until, um, yeah, he got out of hospital, gave me a call, and where's my dog? And, and does the dog behave in your truck? Yeah, yeah, friendliest dog I've ever seen. He didn't want to get out when we finally caught up with the owner. And did you yeah. go to any other jobs in the meantime, Chris? No, I had a quiet day, luckily. I don't know what I'd do if I... I didn't know if, I'd, if I had any other passions. I don't know what I would have done, but, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that would have been quite sad, I imagine. At the end of the day, you would have bonded with this dog, mm. you know, throughout the day. And then by the I end did. of it, you wouldn't want to let it go. I didn't even know his name, but he was the friendliest, like, passenger I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. What a heartwarming story. That's lovely. Isn't it? I mean, I thought that the, the bird, the bird being saved in the Uber was the most heartwarming story I'd hear this year. I reckon the dog in the tow truck mm, beats it. I've just come up with an idea that we should do. Yeah. Dog taxis. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is when I say dog taxi? Uh, it's a, it's a service yeah. for dogs to travel from place See, to place. See, that's good. Yeah. That's what I originally thought of. Yeah, yeah. I think even better sure. is just a normal taxi service, but yep. there's a dog in the back seat that oh keeps my you company. Gosh. So yep. You, yep. Yeah, you're yep. patting it as you drive around. Imagine if you were an Uber, if you were catching Ubers and like there's oh, one Uber. And they had a puppy in the back. Puppy in the back. 20 stars. 20 stars. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We tried to spy on the spy, Dom, and it didn't work out. Mm. Your mum, Judy, has been spying on your friend. She installed a camera in, what is this, in the doorbell? So it's a doorbell camera, basically. You press it, and yes, it rings throughout the house like a normal doorbell. It also rings your phone, though, and there's a camera in it and a microphone, and it records basically video and audio of our people at the front door. She's caught your friends talking about the house. Oh, anytime someone comes to the house, you know, she might think, 
a normal person might think they'd look at the footage and say, oh, that's right. I remember that person coming over and just put the phone away. She listens to every clip to hear if someone says anything juicy at the front door, basically. So we thought we'd try to catch her out. Mm. I dressed up as a delivery man. Yep. And the idea was mm. that I would go to the front door when it would start recording or start patching me through to duty. Yeah. I would pretend that I didn't know that was happening. Yes. And I would say really bad things about the house because I know that she's just renovated the house or your parents have mm. and I know she's very proud of it. Yeah. She had a Facebook group set up about it. That's didn't right. Faye family renovations. So I thought if I said some bad things about the renovations, yeah. maybe you know we'd get a bit of a reaction from it. So this is what I did at the front door. One of those big eyesore places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know the ones they take a classic house, real money pit. They watch the block once and they think they can renovate. I was trying to put a red rag in front of the bull there. I was yeah. trying to, you know, uh, draw up some emotions from your well, mum. The hope was that then I was with mum at the same time. She'd watch that. Yeah. She'd say, I can't believe a delivery driver's saying this. Yes. We'd record it and we'd spring her and say, you shouldn't be watching people at the front door, mum. By the way, I later learned that it only records for 30 seconds. Yeah. Because what I said at the second half. Yeah. Was much worse. Oh, was it? Where did much you go in the worse. second half? Uh, I've made a few comments about the furniture. Mm. I said it looks like that they've raided the skip when McDonald's was doing a renovation. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, right. So we got the we got the early. We didn't get the build up. We got yeah, the so early stuff. Didn't even get the worst part of right. it. Right now, that look. This was the plan. We thought we'd catch her in the act. She'd feel bad for spying, and the lesson would be learned. We'd all move on. Unfortunately, before she even saw anything. Mm. She spotted me out the window <laughs> and recognised it was me. Well, yeah, you walked back the other way. She didn't even hear. She hadn't heard yet what you were saying. Oh, no. we, had it, we got the recording now. We're just about to hear it. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it didn't work. A total fail. A total fail. You and can go. You can see the mm. the the vision and hear the audio on Collective Down's Instagram. Just, just check out happened. the stories there. But it's it's pretty embarrassing for us because this yeah. was one of our first stings and it's fallen through. <laughs> it's totally fallen through. Embarrassing for us. I imagine also frustrating for you because how long was the train ride to get to my place? It was about an hour. Yeah, an hour each way. That was that's like I half feel your day. like I'm a ma- magician that cut the box open and yeah. didn't put the assistant in there. Do you know what I mean? It's like sure. I've revealed w- what had happened. I'm outside the window. Yeah, I'm like, hey, it. the delivery driver's me, Zach, yeah. Yeah. the guy you know. Yeah. And she's like, well, why is Zach dressed up like a delivery man? And you're yeah. like, we have we haven't we haven't watched it yet. Effectively, like for you, she's another magician analogy, like saying this is your card and you haven't picked a card yet. Yeah. You've you've gone too early. But look, it is a shame. And unfortunately, really, the worst part of all of this is I think Mum's just going to keep spying. Yeah. She's not going to stop now because she probably feels invincible now. It was also pretty awkward. You can mm. see the footage on Collective Noun mm. when we just showed her the footage afterwards, yeah. but she knew it was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was so just... it was just like, why is Zach saying mean things about the house? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was kind of awkward to sit there just and watch mean. her watch it. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, did you... I saw this person today, and yeah. I want to know your thoughts on these people in society. Okay, sure. Do you know the person when you're at traffic lights yeah. and you're all waiting in a group mm. to cross, yeah. the people who predict the light changing green and yes. go first, what about us? <laughs> they jump the gun because yeah. sometimes they're wrong too. Mm. Sometimes it changes green in another direction <laughs> and, and they have and, to do and, that embarrassing well, step do you, back. Do you step back or do you follow through? Well, I mean, and you just say, I'm so cool that I'm going to keep walking. What, just even follow though, through even and though, risk death. Yeah, even though <laughs> there's think... oncoming traffic, I don't want to look like an idiot in front of these strangers. <laughs> I, I am one of these people. That surprises me. Does it? Yeah, because you're such a rule follower. I am a rule follower, but I also get impatient. Do you, yeah. you know that, right? Like yeah, you I are get, very impatient. I get quite impatient. So what happens is I'm sitting, uh, I'll be standing. 
standing there. How does and it feel? Well, like it's quite a, a thrill because you feel like you're setting Do an you example. you feel when you're walking across by yourself mm. and there's five people behind you waiting and you just get yeah. that three meters by yourself? Yep. Do you feel like you're a bit of a cool cat? No, I don't feel cool. I'll tell you what I do feel like quite seriously is like a mother duck. Right. Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like when you see the, when you see ducks crossing the road and the mother duck leads the way and all the ducklings follow afterwards, mm. sometimes I look behind to make sure they're all following. See, when I saw that person go ahead of <laughs> yeah. me and yeah. they had a slouch bag over their shoulder and sure. they're wearing sunglasses and I thought, mm. whoa, yeah. that guy's so cool. Yeah. I didn't think that in his mind, he was thinking he was a mother duck, <laughs> but it's good. It's good to get the insight. <laughs> it is good to get the insight. And what's also good is we're not allowed to play the ad break for a minute and a half now. Are That's we? Right. I've got lots of stuff to hook. What do you want to I've talk about? I've got lots of stuff I want to say, yeah. point people towards. Well, firstly, I want to say, if you missed anything from the show, yep. just good. go to iTunes, type in collective noun. Yep. The show will pop up. <laughs> <laughs> You just can just click look, download on it. Can I just say, for no, some context. Please, mate. I've yeah. got a lot of hooks I just here wanna, to do. I just want to say for context, well, there's a specific time we have to finish the show every night, and that is still a, over a minute away. That's got nothing to do yeah. with <laughs> the things I want to promote. Okay, yeah, go for it. Go Once for you've it. downloaded the podcast, what you can yeah. also do is type in Collective Down into Instagram. <laughs> yeah, sure. And you can follow us there, and you can see us trying to prank Dom's mum yes. on our Instagram stories. Check out the stories. Unfortunately, we stuffed that up. Mm. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. She caught us. Yeah, she did. It was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Once you You've downloaded the podcast and you've been to our Instagram. What Why you can do is write us a letter, <laughs> send it to your local hit network station, Care of Collective Now, mm-hmm. and we'll read it out on the show. Maybe just tell us about your favourite, you know, favourite moment from the show, or just what's going on in your life. Write us a, a hard copy letter. We'd love that. Otherwise, we're going to be back tomorrow, eleven p.m. <laughs> which I is the time that you'll find us. Technically, it's today, isn't it? It's tonight, 11 p.m. Seeing as we're in the new day already. Tom and Ollie are coming up next. Uh, a little longer. Hang on, nearly there. See ya. Bye! Scotty, now we can go. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.